from 89.7 WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. This is the Chancellor's Report, featuring Mark Monet, Chancellor of the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. Here's your host, WUWM General Manager, John Hess. Welcome to UWM's Chancellor's Report. I'm WUWM's General Manager, John Hess. Today, we'll talk to Chancellor Mark Monet and guest Jennifer Abley, UWM's Senior Executive Director of Strategic Partnerships, Dave Vasco, Senior Director of Advanced Technology, Rockwell Automation, and Don Vu, Chief Data Officer at Northwestern Mutual. Partnerships at UWM take many forms and often include companies, community organizations, academic institutions, government agencies, and trade associations. Today, we'll talk about the value and importance of corporate university partnerships. All of you, thank you so much for being here today. We really, really appreciate it. Um, Mark, I wanted to start with you. Just give us an overview of what's the importance of partnerships and uh, why have we created an executive level position to lead this function for our university campus? Well, thanks, John. Great to be with you. And we just have some special guests. Can't wait to really engage in this conversation. First and foremost, the reason we do this is that this is what a Carnegie community engaged university and a Research One university do. They really uh, seek to maximize the value that we, we add to the community and, and really benefit our partners. We, we also, from an executive perspective, really want to have a better approach to coordinating all the different parts of a large, complex organization. And Jennifer Abley, uh, who you'll um, uh, hear from shortly, she, she's just done a terrific job with this. Uh, at a more fundamental applied level, you know, what does a university exist to do? We create and we disseminate knowledge. So this is a great way through these partnerships to really be able to add value to, to um, society, to businesses, um, to employees, and, and, and uh, really, like I said, society. Um, great channel for our research. And then first and foremost in all of this, think about our students and the platform that this gives them, the, the practical skills and who you're gonna hear from today in our corporate partnerships. I think they're really gonna talk a lot about that uh, particular application, really growing and grooming the future. And we all know about the importance of talent today. So those are some of the reasons, John. Well, that's a great segue to uh, talk with Jennifer about this. So Jennifer, tell us a little bit more about what you do and how you came to discover partnerships and, and why it's valuable to the university. Thanks, John, and thanks for the introduction, Mark. I'm glad to be here with you today. So I've been here at UWM for about three years, and I really had to start from scratch um, as to how we set up a more organized process for engaging with our partners. So I lead our industry academic partnerships here at UWM in addition to other types of partnerships. And that's a little more broad than your typical corporate engagement role, because what I'm really trying to do is find what's the next big thing that we can do with our major partners and how can we move that along and operationalize it and make sure that our faculty and our students are really benefiting from it as well as our industry partners. So I like to think of myself as somewhat of a concierge, um, working with our partners to find out how they can enhance their talent pipeline, working with UWM, how they can innovate with us or do research, how they can build their brand visibility here on campus so they can attract students and attract other corporate partners to their own business, um, how they can engage with our community, and how they can enhance their learning and development for their employees. 
So we try to cover all those aspects and and figure out what the next big initiative is working with with those people. So Don, um, talk to me a little bit about what's the advantages for your company to work with UWM. Great. First off, thanks so much for having me here today. Really appreciate it. Um, and really, maybe I'll just give a little bit of background. So in my role as Chief Data Officer at Northwestern Mutual, I'm accountable for leading our enterprise data strategy. Um, the partnership with UWM began when I joined the strategy committee of the Northwestern Mutual Data Science Institute. And I've really been fortunate to have the chance to work alongside our partners at UWM and Marquette to help progress how our company leverages sponsored research and find new ways to solve problems and identify new business opportunities in data science. And I'd like really, I'd really uh, group our advantages in this partnership in two, in two buckets. Um, the first is exactly how Jennifer described, really leveraging innovation in a way that's not as tied to the day-to-day -day operational um, reflexes of the business, um, which is oftentimes what our data scientists and teams uh, are encumbered with by leveraging uh, university faculty and students to, to drive innovation in a way that's protected from the day-to-day. -day. It really helps us uh, drive innovation and ultimately bring it back into the mothership and integrate it with our business. So that's been incredibly beneficial. And then secondly, just as Mark had mentioned, the, the battle for talent uh, is never ending and it's harder than ever, um, particularly with the pandemic and the, uh, the optionality to work remotely even more pervasive than ever. And we've been really heartened and encouraged by our ability to get top talent uh, from the universities uh, by working alongside them. So it's been incredibly beneficial. And Dave, tell me more about what the motivation was for, for your organization to do this with, with uh, um, UWM. Sure. So our team really works on uh, the gaps, the teacher gaps for technology within Rockwell. That's delivering the R&D that's needed. And we actually go through and map out the technology uh, roadmaps for the corporation. Increasingly, what we found, though, is our biggest gaps are talent. And it's talent for not only us, but our customers and how they can be successful. You have all these great technologies, but if people can't apply them, if they can't leverage them, it doesn't make any sense. And we've had a long history with EWM as far as the, the graduates working with Rockwell, having practical skills, having research skills. So it really made sense for us to partner with EWM in, in the CSI to really um, step it up to the next level. And Mark, I mean, I think partnerships have been going on for a while that uh, universities have engaged with companies regarding partnerships. But can you talk about what's unique about Milwaukee in the sense of um, the companies located in southeastern Wisconsin and in Milwaukee specifically and the opportunities for students to really work with companies? Well, I like to say that UW-Milwaukee is a living learning laboratory because of all the partnerships that we have, the internships, the co-ops, the practical experience that our students gain. Um, oftentimes I'll refer to them as battle tested. They have worked an awful lot and they've gotten this great experience. And the track record at our Sterling companies, the Northwestern Mutual, Rockwell Connections, we have these decades of legacy uh, folks. In fact, alumni, uh, from UW-Milwaukee have gone on to become the CEOs and presidents of both these organizations, and they both uh, have employed thousands of individuals as graduates. So that's just, you know, some of the most powerful, uh, cherished examples that, that we have. These are they're really shining stars. Um, but at the same time, Milwaukee is rich with small, medium, large uh, corporate entities and, um, you know, from the entrepreneurial, innovative side of things, uh, which all companies want today. They want that entrepreneur, you know, in entrepreneurial type of innovation. Um, 
the only way you keep ahead, whether it's in the financial services, insurance type realm, or in the rapidly changing, incredibly complex complicated uh, uh, technology um, applications that are that are involved with both these firms. Um, we really learn an awful lot. Our students learn a lot, but our faculty through their research really uh, benefit an awful lot. And I think share that knowledge. Um, there's just some fascinating work that's going on. And I think about, um, you know, our, our uh, uh, Northwestern Mutual Data Science Institute uh, endowed professor, Farouche Potlin, the kind of work that he's doing that covers so many different areas. He's publishing in the leading journals, and that, that becomes internationally known, and there's a lot of practical applications. So it's at the faculty level, it's at the student level, and I think everybody benefits from these partnerships. Um, and the alternative is, you know, I've been at universities out in the middle of wheat fields before, and, uh, you know, it's, when you're surrounded by, by that, you just don't have the same type of energy, enthusiasm, and it makes us all better. Uh, I, I I would definitely agree, and I, I would say, Jennifer, do when you're looking at these strategic partnerships, do you look at this from a standpoint of how, um, I mean, where do you look at it from what lens? Do you look at it for the benefit of the company or the benefit of the university and the students? What comes first in these partnerships? In order for it to be successful, it has to be through both lenses. And we really have to look at these relationships as being almost symbiotic, where we're both aligned with each other and we're both working to advance each other's interests. And in that way, we can find a lot of success. If one of us is really in it for only our own purposes and not for the others, it just doesn't work as well. We don't have as much success. So, um, Don, you know, just to, to extra extrapolate a little bit, can you give us an example of kind of when when you've worked with uh, UWM, uh, a specific project, maybe you've worked with the faculty or staff that really has benefited uh, your organization and you can see some tangible benefits from that? Yeah, no, there's a few examples and I'll pick a prominent one. I would say that one of the challenges that, that we have uh, having over four and a half million clients and tens of thousands of financial advisors is how do we match these potential and prospective clients to the right advisor, the one that fits them the best. So in trying to you know, untangle a very hairy problem, we actually engaged with UWM um, on a, a sponsored research initiative and really, really excited about the, the work that was produced by uh, a bunch of faculty and students and piloting that program. And we're already seeing really positive signals of how incremental sales improvement is, is coming about by the algorithms that were developed by the university. And so that's a real and tangible benefit that we're getting that, again, was insulated from the day-to-day -day vagaries of actually having to deliver for the business. You know, it's still done in partnership with the business, but off to the side and able to then be integrated into our overall roadmap. Uh, we found that to be incredibly successful. And Dave, is that the, the same kind of uh, roadmap for you and your company? Um, we really love the collaboration, and I think I mean you look at some of the things like the the uh, work cell that is in the CSI. It's just amazing. That was simulated before it was ever built. There's a virtual model; people can play with it, and that was designed. And people were optimizing it before it was ever placed in the building. And then now it's in the building. People can put uh, work on it, hands on. So students, faculty, solving problems, but the virtual model is still there. 
So that could be used by many more people. And it's only limited by the amount of cloud resources you want to bring to bear on that. That's something that could be shared with other universities or even worked uh, down into the feeder uh, systems for um, high schools to, to learn about these concepts. So it provides such a great opportunity. And while people are working on it, while the students and faculty and manufacturers are working on it, they're, they're learning. They're increasing the value there. And that is providing examples of how these technologies can work that other people can leverage in the future. And that that's really powerful. And Mark and, and Jennifer, let's talk specifically about how do these partnerships with students lead to employment and future the future for the students in Milwaukee if they want to stay here. So do these do many times do these partnerships lead to future employment for students as they work with uh, companies? Absolutely. Jennifer, would you like to lead or you want me to lead? Lead. You know, I just looked at the numbers uh, this morning and these two companies employ about 3,000 UWM alumni. So I think it's pretty safe to say that our students are finding a really great pathway into wonderful careers with these wonderful companies. And I think, you know, that that's a real testament to the quality um, of education that they receive here at UWM. And I'll turn it over to Mark, but I just think that that number in and of itself really tells the story for us. And I'll put a sharp hook on that, speaking toward the future. Jennifer did a great job talking about contemporarily and also historically how we got here. But you know, I've visited with the CEOs of both these companies and John Shlevsky at Northwestern Mutual, before we even had the Data Science Institute said to me, if you can put a program together that can graduate 30 to 50 students per year in data sciences and in these areas, I'm in. <laughs> you know, it was really driven exactly by that. Switch over to Rockwell Automation and the previous CEO, Keith Nosbush, uh, as reinforced today by the current CEO, Blake Moret, have both said one of the things that happens is that when students graduate from colleges, they come out in an IT, supply chain management, accounting, HR, name the field, but they don't necessarily understand how the pieces fit together. And particularly at Rockwell, we see ourselves as incredibly connected and in, in, in other fields that might be through smart technology or, or the internet of things or pick your, pick your flavor. Um, but they're truly one of the most connected um, providers of automation technology in the world. And at the time, um, what they said was that students come out of college and they don't, it takes them a year to two years. So can you help us? And we will find even more opportunities for your students if they have more understanding of how we are so connected. Hence, the Connected Systems Institute was born. It was really those types of demand-drawn um, employment needs. So it's very much aligned, and I think it squares very much with what you're hearing from our industry partners and Jennifer in terms of what the results are. And I would guess that not not only with, with Rockwell Automation and Northwestern Mutual, but I have to guess that if a company is looking to come to Milwaukee to resettle, to, uh, to, to, to be part of Milwaukee, they're looking at the education base and the students coming out of that. And one of the first things they're probably doing is looking at what are the potential partnerships available or could be available and looking at other companies who, uh, who've done it. So Don, you're shaking your head. I can see that it's something that you, you, you've heard about. Do either one of you know of that or, or have, have, have other companies approached you and said, hey, we're thinking of coming to Milwaukee. What's, the, what's been the future or what, what's been the, uh, the, the past experience with working with uh, UWM regarding partnerships? 
I mean, maybe I'll just give a, just a little bit of a different perspective. So I'm actually based in New York City, and I participated in a consortium in New York that was between academia and private industry called the NYC Media Lab. And in in engaging with the NMDSI um, and seeing you know very vibrant communities around the Milwaukee Tech Hub, you can really see that you know this is uh, a really like a first class kind of community that's really burgeoning here in, in Milwaukee. Um, the focus that in particular uh, these the UWM has had on data science is is really clear, and I think Mark had mentioned you know, the conversations he had with our CEO John Slivsky, the amount that we've been investing in data, um, the fact that we've gone from 140 folks to well over 290 in the 18 months that I've been here. Many of those folks actually coming from UWM. I mean, I think it really just shows just the incredible growth of data science within the uh, within the area, and it's in, in no part, um, and it's it's certainly a huge uh, benefit that the NMDSI is part of driving that. That's great, Dave. Any any other thoughts or on that? Sure. So I mean, the, we're we're involved with manufacturers coming into the area. They're looking to build up the manufacturing as they're coming in, and the workforce is definitely a part of it. And UWM has always had strong foundational skills. But I think what's most impressive, you look at the CSI, look at the topics they've been able to deliver very quickly to meet the demands of digital transformations and then the new requirements there. That's just amazing. It really shows the flexibility to be able to, to move quickly into these spaces where talent really needs to be developed. And that's really addressing the community needs. So what's the future hold, let's say in the next five years for corporate partnerships for uh, UWM? And Jennifer, let's start with you. What do you, what do you envision it being? Sure. Well, let's start with just some aspirations. I think UWM can play a strong role in corporate attraction and economic development for our region. I mean, the Milwaukee region is about a third of Wisconsin's GDP, and our students and our faculty talent really contribute to that in a strong way. And when we have companies that are looking to relocate to Milwaukee, um, those would be new partners for us. And so when I think about our our um, university's aspirations, I think about how do we draw them in to engage with us using these specialized institutes that we've built that are very future focused and focused on the market demands for talent and try to work with them to build them even stronger or maybe even a brand new initiative that focuses on another area of technology that's really hot right now. So that those are my aspirations for our corporate engagement to continue to engage with our existing partners as well. But, but really to look for what, what the next thing will be that will serve our employer partners well. And Mark, what's uh, in your mind, what is, what's the future look like? You know, I'll give you three areas, short-term and long-term. First, I think that what Jennifer has built in terms of how we're coordinated, how we're structured at UWM to be able to better serve the community, that's something we're gonna continue to work on. Um, really thinking about our own internal alignment, you know, give it home first, that kind of philosophy to really build that out. Second component, stating a little bit differently than Jennifer, I want to make sure that we're adding value to all of our partnerships. And that really comes from listening. So these types of conversations, hearing how uh, what's working well, but also opportunities um, and, and really having that trusted relationship where um, we can add value, but we also learn and, and can collaborate and develop things together. Um, and, and I think that's really uh, something that's that's important for us. And then the third component is one of scale. So as we think about whether it's Connected Systems Institute or the NMDSI, we're actively pursuing additional partners 
thinking about, John, what you asked about earlier, not just the attraction of other companies, but really um, bringing other partners to the table. Dave Vasco knows this quite well in terms of all the layers and all the additional partners. And when you think about connected systems, you've got to have that. <laughs> you don't do connectivity alone. And, and so we've got uh, between 12 and 15 different major partners in the Connected Systems Institute. And some of those are providers, suppliers that are, that are really layered in. Um, and then there's others that are customers, others that are, that are um, you know, just, just different types of partners. And again, credit to um, our existing partners, but really Jennifer for helping choreograph a, a lot of this work. So scale is big in terms of really becoming nationally, internationally known for a lot of these partnerships. And that's why it's great to have first-class talent. Don, you heard his New York expertise. Don has an incredible background, as does Dave, in terms of really being able to understand um, not just Milwaukee large, but really on a national and international scale, what puts us on a map and what gets us um, better. If we think that we're competing with Chicago, uh, Minneapolis, Denver, Detroit, we're not thinking big enough. Realistically, we've got to think globally with respect to the leading edge types of things. So that's what I mean by scaling our operations even more. Yeah, I think that's that's very important. And uh, Dave and Don, do you guys have anything to add? I mean, both of you in terms of your companies in looking at the future of these partnerships and what they may you you may aspire to or look for in the future. Sure, sure, John. So like looking at the CSI, the Connected System Institute, we have a lot of large partners, world-class partners at the table working with the university. I think it's working remarkably well. What we'd love to see in the future is a steady stream of small and medium manufacturers bringing really tough problems to the Connected System Institute and working with faculty, working with students to solve those, really being the go-to resource to drive this innovation we need. And I think that'll be the next step in actually building that out. And Don, what about you? Yeah, the things that I think about, and it's, it's hard not to try to piggyback on, on some of Mark's comments. And I think he mentioned the notion of network effects as we add additional partners. Um, I truly do believe the notion of being better together, whether and a diversity of perspectives, whether that's from an academic and private perspective or additional private partners, I think has really benefited us. It's, it's benefited us to have within the Northwestern Mutual Data Science Institute, both UWM and Marquette there. Um, all of us working together in a collaborative way with uh, aligned uh, with aligned objectives. Um, we are are all trying to advance the way that data science is being applied uh, in, in a bunch of different domains. So I just see ourselves leaning into that concept. I think really building on the successes that we've had thus far, adding additional seats to the table, and again just leveraging our our collective brain power to uh, try to advance things for us individually, but then for the collective good as well. And I would take it, Mark, to uh, when you're recruiting students, do students ask about this aspect of their academic career? Like what kind of partnerships could I be looking at or things like that? And maybe Jennifer, you want to speak to that too. When we're having student recruitment activities, the concept of the Data Science Institute is so powerful. I think Connected Systems is going to grow as we get better at really explaining that for a lot of our students. But data science is really hot and in return, uh, what we would love to have is that every single student, no matter what their major is at UWM, whether you're in art history, nursing, to traditional business and engineering areas, every single student comes out and has uh, really data analytic, data, data um, um, uh, skills um, that are so important in the world today. And I think as we think about connected systems and data, 
science, those two go hand in hand because you can't, you can't, I mean, what, what's happening in the connected world is you're generating tremendous amounts of data and you need to really be able to understand and, and, and pull those, those uh, data and, and, and turn that, that, that information into knowledge. And I think that's what's so powerful and giving students the tools to do that. And students are savvy. They're figuring out where the hot careers are, what are the types of things that are relevant. And uh, you add that with our base uh, in humanities, liberal arts, critical thinking skills, communication. It's a really powerful combination. So that's that's really uh, exciting and important for our students today. Jennifer? Yeah, I think when it comes right down to it, I mean, every one of our students is an opportunity and it's an opportunity for our corporate partners, um, you know, to add talent. And and that's really the bottom line for us. And when our students come here on campus and they see something like the Connected Systems Institute right in the center of our campus and the technology that's there that they can work on different types of robots, learn about cybersecurity, learn about digital twinning, as Dave mentioned earlier, I mean, these are just really exciting things, and it's one of a kind. You don't see that at other universities right there in the middle of campus, right next to the union and the library. And you don't see an effort like the Data Science Institute with a huge company who is one of our largest employers pulling our students, you know, left and right (laughs) as they graduate. So I think these are things that really do make us an attractive place to be. And I think we just need to continue to concentrate on that and focus on what the market is demanding um, and we'll continue to be successful with this. Well, that's fantastic. And I think in just the short amount of time that we have available left in the program, Mark, I want to pivot a little bit and talk to you a little bit about what's coming up in December for uh, UWM and what you've been working on and uh, what your thinking is for as we hit the end of the semester. We have got some exciting things going on where we're looking at um, a Regents meeting uh, coming up next week where some some important things are always discussed there. We'll get an update on the system president. Uh, we're celebrating, um, you know, the, the College of Nursing's 55th anniversary. This is a big deal on our campus. Uh, we've got a lot of end of year types of activities with with uh, a lot of um, different different events, wonderful uh, types of, of energy and activity. But most important for us, from a foundation of safety and health, we're really pleased with continuing to have less than 1% uh, positivity rates at our student and faculty and staff levels. We've been really uh, conscious of how, after a year and a half of not having people on campus, how important it is to have that energy and enthusiasm back. You can only do certain things face-to-face. You can really only engage and learn, whether it's around um, student activities in classrooms, research labs, and especially the interactions uh, in the workplace, those are those are really exciting to have back. So we're celebrating a very successful semester and look forward to more of that in the spring. Well, that's fantastic, Mark. I, I, it's uh, great to hear. And I want to thank you all. Today, we've been talking with Chancellor Mark Money and guest Jennifer Abley, UWM Senior Executive Director of Strategic Partnerships, Dave Avasco, Director of Advanced Technologies at Rockwell Automation. I'm sorry, Senior Director of Advanced Technologies at Rockwell Automation. And Don Vu, Chief Data Officer at Northwestern Mutual. Thank you all for being here. I'm WUWM's General Manager, John Hess. And as always, thanks for listening. You've been listening to The Chancellor's Report, featuring Mark Monet. Chancellor of the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. 
If you'd like more information, go to uwm.edu slash chancellor.